It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do right offense. And it's again, it's another podcast. Wait, Ryan here. How are we doing, everyone? It's the off season it podcast. Is. You know it's the off season because we're drinking tea. We are drinking tea. We're just because uh, normally we're just pounding down beers just and the other pounding ones. Pounding beers. And uh, and now the off season has taken us because there's hope. So now it's like let's get in shape. Uh, let's drink some tea and yeah. let's get 2019 getting ready because we got the draft coming up. The draft and we have impending free agency, which is such a. It used to be not as big a deal, but free agency is really taken off now because so many more. Great players are coming yeah. out there, so I'm excited. And we got guys like Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. There's just so many storylines. There's a lot of storylines. Obviously, you know the big storylines in the off season is who's going to get arrested. Um, yes. You had like Josh Allen just had a, or uh, Josh Rosen just had a big car accident. Did um, he? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But was he driving? Uh, I think so. It was cr- crunched in the side of the car, but he's fine. Uh, no one's arrested yet. That's a week. No, 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 no drug charges yet. No one's done anything crazy. No one's done a Chad Kelly yet. Um, so well, I think it's because I think we're hopefully we're going to see a lot less of it uh, yeah. because just of the ramifications that are coming um, with with especially like guys like Kareem Hunter are still going to get their big suspension. People know that the NFL ain't fucking around anymore. That's right. So the hammer comes down and teams with the optics of it all and Twitter and everything just bad player like it's just not worth their trouble anymore. Yeah, no, it's not like the '80s when you could do a bunch of roids and cocaine <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, punch a Laker girl, but uh, now that now that it's all caught, it's all caught on media. Uh, it is going to be interesting. I mean, obviously. The difference that I find, obviously, in this offseason being the resurgence or the emergence of all of these new leagues, the AAF, uh, you've got Gridiron, you've got all these different uh, leagues that are coming out. How is that, you know, obviously, this is going to be very exciting. And then, of course, the CFL, Canadian football, making big strides trying to make this game a bit more global. Um, you know, it's, it's exciting. I mean, you, they, they showed the AAF San Diego that they have more fans in San Diego than they did when they had the Chargers. <laughs> That's the saddest. Uh, <laughs> That's and the they're saddest. one and one. I would say, though, I think if. This is my opinion, man, I know, but if the CFL were smart, they'd go to four downs and yeah. treat it like, like because they are the second best league right now. Like, there's no doubt CFL, you know, has had some guys come in, you know, Jeff Garcia, Doug Flutie's, uh, Cameron Wake, because there's always been some really good stories. But right now, it's just such a different game, and I know it's like what makes it different. Yeah. But if you want to be taken seriously as a professional league, especially, and grow your brand you got to add one more down, in my opinion, because I, that yeah. game's just not, it's not, it's not, it's, it's just wrong. I would, I would, I, I, I never like three downs. I, I like three downs. I think it's funny. It's good for the quarterback. I hasten to compare it to the UFC in that, you know, you need to have something, you know, before there was boxing, you know, and then UFC came along, you had to have a lot of different tricks up your sleeve. I think when you're playing in CFL, the three downs, the wider field, the longer field, those things as a wide receiver and as a quarterback challenge you and as a defensive player, because there is a lot more running around. There's a lot more. And the end zone is massive. Yeah, and there's a lot more pressure on it. So it, you're still playing the same game. Uh, it's just a different down. It's a different mentality of it. But I think if, if you're fighting for a spot in an NFL team, do everything you can to get a job. And well, if that involves going to Canada to work at a but Home that's Depot, what I mean, it's but that's, that's what I'm saying. Is like if you're an NFL team, that's why the CFL should be with them. Because if you have a guy, like, like for example, a guy like Johnny Manziel who went there. But you want them to be playing the same game as you, yeah. right? You don't want them going and playing this almost completely, not completely different game, but it's quite different. And, and that maybe doesn't translate as well. And it's like, especially now that you're getting uh, the AAF coming in, the XFL coming in, uh, they're going to be taking some of your players because if they see that that the faster way to the NFL is through a more similar run league, yeah. t- players might leave, start leaving the CFL, go to the XFL and go to the AF, especially if they get 
um, like a relationship with the NFL sure. going. That's that is a shorter that, a lot. that is a bit of a shorter season uh, when you're talking about you know the, those different games and those different ones. I think it adds the viability for the CFL to be able to have that. You look at someone like a Manziel who, by all on you know on paper, the CFL should have suited him. It was a it was a wider, it's a running quarterback game, a lot more well, options, he, and he got smoked. He's still playing this year, though. He probably played a few games. He played a few he's games. Coming back, though, he I got assume. traded. I mean, yeah, he did get traded. He got traded <laughs> to British Columbia, and then he got more. I think he had more sacks than he. Or had. he was Hamilton, and they got then traded he traded to, to Montreal. 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 He got traded to Montreal. Yeah, Montreal. he ended up in British Columbia. Is he? Oh, I think it was the BC Lions because he ended up with five sacks. In one game, um, I think he had a concussion too on all of those. So, you know, there is a bit more difficulty. You've had other players that you know, uh, championship teams that have come through. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I mean, and then you've got the AAF. Uh, so you've got Tom Dundon who owns the Carolina Hurricanes. Apparently, the AAF ran out of money, couldn't play all their players. So Tom Dundon Already? who owns the Hurricanes. It's like literally week two. Well, it's Charlie Ebersol, who's Dick Ebersol's, who's. Notorious friend of O.J. Simpson, the guy who got Dennis Miller fired off the air when he was running uh, NBC Sports and Saturday Night Live. So Tom Dundon had to loan them $250 million so they could pay their salaries. Now, obviously, he, he's doing this as a result. I think a lot of people now see the popularity of it, that the ratings are up. You know, no one wants to be that first person in on a franchise team going, is this thing going to fail? This reminds me of the Islanders owner who just had no money and yeah. got the team. It's like, how do you run out of money so fast? That is terrible business. Well, I think when business you're, plan, you're fronting all of those things, you're paying all those salaries. Well, the salaries are standard. There's yeah, it's 100 grand, something 250 like. grand, yeah. I think it is, uh, for the year. Every player gets the same. Even though Kaepernick said where they claimed that he wanted $20 million. Well, yeah, well, that's crazy. You can't, yeah. Uh, yeah, for a guy who hasn't played in four years. Let's, yeah. let's see what he does. Well, he got, he got paid anyway. So, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, 60 to 80 million. We'll get into that. Yeah, Potentially. Uh, so I just didn't find it interesting that this is sort of happening with the AAF. So you just wonder, though, if Tom has lent at $250 million, the ratings are up. People, the, the you know, obviously it's doing well. Uh, and it's a short season. You know, it's only got a couple more weeks left, and then it's, it's like a four-week season. Right. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Then next year, does it double to an eight-week season? Uh, you know, well, then you have the XFL coming in next year. XFL coming next ridiculous. year. I can't imagine. Like, that is just ridiculous. That's saturating the market with so much football. No one's going to be interested in following the AAF no. and the XFL and the NFL and the CFL. It's just un- it's XFL. I have no idea why they're trying to do this again. Like, they're trying to be like... Basically, it's the National Anthem League. It's pretty Basically, much. It's, uh, the whole game is National Anthem, six, 50 minutes. Yeah. And the other 10 minutes is... And everyone has a superpower. So there's going to be a yeah. uh, blade guy who yeah. carries a blade with him. And he stabs like, people. Ebola man who and then, just coughs a bullet in your face. And then you can also, just like in the last Boy Scout, you can run down yeah, the field just shoot and him. start shooting people. Yeah, exactly. And uh, bust into the yeah. end zone. I'm sure uh, people would like that. Um, it's going to be an it's interesting... America. One. It is. Yeah, guns. There will be something probably involving guns. Um, you know, you look at this, uh, the two teams, I mean, the 2-0 and teams, Birmingham and Orlando, you know, the powerhouses of this, uh, and the Arizona Hotshots. Nice. Um, that is a terrible name. Playing this weekend, <laughs> yeah, I still prefer watching it to many other sports. The, the, um, the naked guns. Uh, so it's, you know, this is be interesting, a couple more weeks left, how it's going to happen. Um, you know, there was a few cool passes and plays that you watch, which is nice. And the good thing is, yeah, what I want to do like no about look that no-look pass, pass that, which, was just, that was crazy. It was that hilarious. Was, yeah. 
So, I mean, the other the thing, it'll be interesting to see how long this, this league does last. You know, it, it does seem to, they seem to be taking baby steps, which is a good move to go ahead. Well, I think the fact that the NFL, uh, NFL Network has championed it, yeah. I think is really And helpful. they're showing the games. Yeah, they're showing the games yeah. on there. They even have, like, panels that talk about it. So, the NFL is, is smart by not being, like, an FU, because yeah. I think the NFL really understands that it needs a developmental league yeah. in, some, in some aspects. So, to have it, even any sort of league where... Especially with the quarterbacks, like I think they're the ones in, that need the most work, and yeah. the way that offensive linemen, and pretty much everyone who gets a chance to go there, will get another chance at the NFL. It's only good because sitting on your ass all off season is not going to help you get no. back into the NFL. Oh God, no! You, you gotta, even guys who maybe got injured, suffered a bad yeah. injury, go to the AF, gets like, like in uh, baseball. You know, you do a little yeah. bit of uh, you do a little bit of sent down to the minors. Yeah, you know, minor league, ride the bus. You get to a little bit. Jordan of rides the bus exactly, but they couldn't get Tebow unfortunately because Tebow yeah. is still Tebow. I mean, hard on for baseball. Tebow, I mean, Tebow's on God's lineup for broadcasting. I mean, Tebow's not. You know, it's like asking Tony Romo to go back. You're killing it at broadcasting. Why would you want to go back? Yeah. It's like Jesse Palmer is probably better at broadcasting and being on dating shows than he ever was <laughs> uh, as a quarterback. That is 100% true. It is totally true. Um, talking, they were talking about also that Adam Silver, they are talking about, obviously, uh, he's commissioner of the NBA. Yes. Would, he, would he make a good fit with the NFL? Uh, he took the profits of the NBA from $4.8 billion to $9.1 billion. Apparently, owners like that. Uh, notoriously fair guy. A lot of people say this. Well, he's uh, really championed like social media, letting players be players. Yeah. But now what he's dealing with is a massive tampering problem going on in the NBA. Yeah. Where now it's just all the everyone's just talking, being like, "Hey, come play on my team," and it's just so yeah, collusion. It's, and, yeah. yeah. So in a way, and nobody likes that sort of stuff unless you're the team getting all the players. But right now, like, if it's just going to be, but the NBA is different because there's only. 12 to 15 superstars yeah. where the NFL is there's so many superstars it's a bigger league more teams the owners would not put up with that in the NFL no. like they do in the you NBA. wouldn't be you know because you wouldn't want to have a super shit team you but know Adam Silver, he's done a good job and they're just starting I think an African basketball league which is a really yeah. good idea uh, to get to get a bunch of especially with guys like Pascal Siakam from uh, yeah. the Toronto Raptors from Cameroon coming in playing so great so yeah he's done a lot of good work and, well, and yeah. I think Goodell's Hated so much by fans. I think the owners don't hate him because he just constantly, year after year, yeah. makes them shitloads of money. Yeah. So well, he runs he runs it with an iron fist, and I think that a lot of times. I mean, we've looked at the way the NBA runs things over here in the UK, and they they run under the radar, but they do a really good job. They focus on France, they focus on Spain, they focus on the development of the league, as you say, in Africa and Southern Europe. And while London and the UK may not be their top thing, they still get a game here. Uh, but their development is more for. You know, uh, more, I think, people at risk, uh, a lot of people from developing countries, which is good. So it, it might be interesting and see how long Goodell lasts. I mean, well, is, is he the Vladimir Putin? <laughs> right now, he, well, no, because he's not really loved by anybody, really, uh, other than well, a Jerry, few of the owners. Jerry and, Jones hated him. As long as once, you start, once he went after Zeke, he hated him. Kraft yeah. hates him. So the two big boys hate him. So is that, he's just one of those guys, I think, it, he will run out of time because... It must be exhausting. Like the man yeah. gets booed at the draft is hilarious. Oh god, yeah. Like, it's almost exhausting to watch, and you don't want a, a, a commissioner who's so universally hated. No. Uh, so especially right now, I guess this year is going to be a big one. Is he going to fix instant replay? He's still got a lot of questions going on. So uh, we're, we're going to yeah. see. We'll see. I think he's still safe for now. There are a lot of questions that are going to happen at the off season. We have uh, you. We did ask you guys to send in some questions. We will get to those. 
Uh, free agents. Uh, the big thing is going to happen. Obviously, Kareem Hunt now with the Cleveland Browns. Which I didn't really understand that at all. Because, you know, um, and Nick Chubb had a great... He was a rookie. They drafted yeah. in the second round. Played really well. Um, to me, that was just a desperate move by a team that didn't really need to do that. I think Cleveland has more worries. I think yeah. Go with a guy like Bradley Chubb. Like, learn with him, especially with that. Bringing in a guy that's just instantly going to like make half your fan base be like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. And, and he's still going to get suspended eight games. To me, that felt like a desperate move. And I think it's because John Dorsey originally drafted him. Yeah. And I think that's the only reason. But if I were Cleveland a fan, I would not be excited about this move. I think, dude, with stuff like that, it should be a one-year flat suspension. You're gone for 16 games, and then you can come back. None of this six games. Nonsense. Yeah, well, that's it. How many games is he going to be suspended? A year. Just make it a year. No, but, but how many games will Le'Veon Bell miss? He'll get six. Yeah. He'll get six. Because that's the rule on domestic violence. Yeah. It's, a, it's a standard six games. In six games, for like kicking somebody when they're down... Uh, the woman is yeah. a terrible thing. It should be one year. That's it. You're done. Well, it's, it's the irony of going to some a team that kicks fans when they're down. Um, yeah. So it's exactly. sort of a fit for that. You know, interesting talk as well. They're talking about you know Joe Flacco now, of course, is a Bronco. Yeah. Um, Joe and you know you, you've got um, Elway, who over the past few years has made some suspicious choices when it comes to quarterbacks. Terrible decisions. Um, and you sort of go. Is this is this a decision they're going to regret? And I think it is. Like, I well, mean, yeah, like Peyton Manning was a no brainer. That made him like that game because he won that Super Bowl, so, yeah. or, uh, so it gave him a little bit of, of leeway. But again, he, he wanted to sign Brock Osweiler to a big contract. Thankfully, the Texans uh, beat him to it and, and did that. So he kind of got lucky in that yeah. aspect. Uh, they drafted past uh, uh, Lynch. Lynch, who was terrible, he's already out of the league. Maybe yeah. I think he's kind of trying to go to the AAF. Then uh, you had Chad Kelly. He's been a disaster case. Keenum and yeah. now Joe Flacco. It just feels like the most uninspiring offseason move, especially when you don't really have any weapons. Like, yeah, got Emmanuel Sanders is hurt. You yeah. lost to Marius Thomas. You Who's know, now Robert, cut uh, by you Houston. Had, yeah, you had Lindsey, who, who was great, but now uh. he got hurt late in the year. So is he going to be ready? So Joe Flacco is in a terrible position. So right now, this comes in. Does... Does Denver? Denver kind of has to draft another quarterback. You can't be yeah, you, sticking with Flacco. No, you can't. And I mean, and obviously that puts the pressure on Flacco again to have another Lamar Jackson uh, in front well, of him. Hundred percent will. Like unless you just think Flacco's the answer, which you cannot think no. of that. Uh, it's the same thing now with Nick Foles. So Nick Foles, who you know obviously was the on the bench hero for Philadelphia, is he going to be a starting hero for someone else? Will he be on the bench for someone else? Will he be a starter for someone like? Jacksonville will be on the bench. Where do you see him going this year? It's a tough one because there's not really that many quarterback jobs in the market, really, right? Till there's injuries start. Till yeah. there's injuries, but there's like really like Denver, uh, there's Washington, there's Jacksonville, and like then you got a couple, of course, like uh, Eli Manning's getting yeah. old, and Drew Brees is getting up there to Tom Brady. So there's going to be guys that yeah. get drafted, but. Like Nick Foles really only has – oh, and then there's the Dolphins as well, yeah. which is because they're going to cut Tannehill. So to me, like, the only one that really makes any sense for Foles is Jacksonville. Yeah. Because Jacksonville's got the defense to win now. But, again, it's one of those things. I don't know – like, you get Nick Foles. Do you want to pay Nick Foles $25 million a year? Like, I no. wouldn't really want to. Like, to me, that's for the – yes, he won the Super Bowl and he did that. But that's, to me, reserved for the Andrew Lux, the Aaron Rodgers, the, yeah. the elite – and to me, Nick Foles is really good. He's been solid, but I don't, I don't consider him elite. 
Uh, no, know, he he's you know people have Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl, yeah. right? Like it's uh, that out of the realm of possibilities. How many elite quarterbacks even win Super Bowls? Barely any of them. It's it's very rare, and, and to be able to have them, to be able to find that momentum, we can jump into a team. There was talk uh, that he might go to the Giants, which to me seemed ludicrous. You would never one trade someone to your no. own division, and two to trade someone like that. Why? But I Foles is I think he'd be too old for New York. But the one thing, even with that, like. If I, if I was a team, I'm not going to give a lot for Nick Foles. They franchised. Like, the only way they can trade him is if they franchise tag him. And that yeah. makes it like $25 million. And if, if I was a team who wanted him, I'd be like, okay, you have a $25 million backup. Let's see yeah. how long you no, last exactly. before you rescind that thing. Because just they're just playing poker. They're trying to get anything they can for Nick Foles. Yeah. Uh, but I would not trade like, a third-round pick and then give him 20 something million. That's crazy. Yeah. I would say, all right, Eagles – you know what? We'll go get someone else, and you sit and have a twenty-five million dollars backup. See how yeah. that plays out with Carson Wentz again for another year. Yeah, no. See how they see how that so, your bench. Right now, they're playing poker and they have a terrible hand. Yeah, and they're bluffing. And I think right now, Nick Foles should be pissed because it's like I won you a Super Bowl, but yeah. it's all business. But I wouldn't sign the the franchise tag if I were him. No, no, I wouldn't either. Uh, interesting. Also, talking about uh, Mark Ingram. Uh, Mark Ingram's name coming up that he could go to several teams, the Patriots being one of them that they had mentioned about as well. Um, well, I think now that they got Sonny Michel, he proved himself, yeah. especially in that playoffs and the Super Bowl, he proved himself that he, he he could be the bell, the bell. But that's the thing. Mark Ingram's never been that. He's always been yeah. that guy who comes in. Um, like I can see him even with a team like Buffalo with working with Shady, who's yeah. kind of getting old. That's a nice little complimentary. Because uh, Mark Ingram's good, but I think with Kamara, he, maybe he wants to be the number one man, but... What about what about the Raiders if they're looking for someone? Would he be a good fit? For the yeah, Raiders? he could be. I also think uh, like Le'Veon Bell yeah. could go to the Raiders because Raiders don't really have any <laughs> running back. They have Marshawn Lynch, um, and then they got who uh, Doug Martin, and yeah. both of those are free agents. So and going to Las Vegas to have a little shiny yeah. Le'Veon Bell would be a nice little thing sure. for especially a well, as long like as he Vegas. gets the fifteen million a year that he's looking. for. I think he will. I think he, he probably will. should. I mean, it all depends on just what teams are willing to do this season and, and to see what his behavior is like. Yeah. I mean, he just put another picture up on Instagram, I think, and it's like with a bunch of marijuana <laughs> stuff in behind, and you know, obviously, his team owners, you're going to go, God damn it, I you know, just don't want this. What are you doing, unbelievable dude? Unbelievable how dumb some of these players are. Like you got, yeah, you got him. And then you got Antonio Brown. So that was interesting with Antonio Brown because now they're really Mr. talking to Mr. Big Chest. That's what he calls himself. Now. He wants yeah. to be known as Mr. Big Chest. And yeah. like, dude, he every day he's embarrassing himself even more. Yeah. And I don't understand what his strategy is. If his strategy is to make him untradeable. He's on his way to he's doing there. that. He just needs to jump on Oprah's couch and dance around. Yeah, because right now, like, I wouldn't give a lot for him. He's 31 years old. He's now, he already said, I don't want any more money. Then three days later, he's like, you damn right, I want more money. Yeah. So it's like, what Dimensions is this? Already hitting yeah, him. like this dude is making a mess of himself. And if I'm in Pittsburgh, right now I'd be like, you're going to play for us or you're not going to play. And let's yeah. see how, and then just, because you can suspend him for uh, conduct detrimental to the team. Yeah. And suspend him for like eight games. T.O. happened to T.O. Yeah. And of course, these are the guys he's probably listening to. Um, so right now, I think Antonio Brown's a terrible position and well he just met with our Rooney so I, apparently I think that was the other day they're talking about well things are looking good they're going to release him they're going to do this so they're not going to release him well they're going to have to no do something for him. him because you're not going to get nothing for him because he's still Antonio Brown he's still saying on production the best receiver in the NFL by not by far yeah but he is such a pain in the ass well, and, yeah. and I think it's just people are just getting tired of all this nonsense of this 
this ego and these like these guys who just never like Antonio Brown doesn't care about winning a Super Bowl. He yeah. never has. Like he's all about himself. He's the only player I've ever heard who complains when he wins. Yeah. And to me, it's just like I think people are just getting fed up about it. Well, I think it's we talked about earlier. To me, he just seems to be this Hollywoodism. He wants to be in the West Coast. He's he's this guy that everyone sort of talked about. He wants to be a star. He wants to be. He wants to be. You know, doing the Floyd Mayweather of, of basically of the NFL. Yeah, he got a he got like a reckless driving and then didn't even show up to court wow. uh, the other week. And it's just like every step of the way, he's making himself. And now you got to wonder, is this guy's mental health a problem? Well, that could be. And is it something where he goes to New England and they're just like, yeah, he gets No, they're caught. not going to trade him to New England. There's no, no way Pittsburgh is trading him to New England. No. I mean, obviously he wants you to You want to send him to the West. They're going to send him to the West Coast. What they should do is send him to, like, Purgatory. Like somewhere, Cardinals. Yeah, somewhere with that terrible... Actually, Cardinals would be a decent spot for him. Uh, but, but, yeah, when somewhere with him, and he will just destroy that young quarterback. But send him somewhere where there's even no hope. Yeah, of Buffalo? Winning. Yeah, maybe. No, I wouldn't <laughs> even want him on my... Buffalo actually has a bit of hope in that. He yeah. would destroy that. Um, like, oh, God, what's... Like even Denver with Flacco, yeah, like that would be a disaster. So send them there. But I think they're going to try and get him to the NFC. But right now <coughs> he's making—he's not making himself any any friends. Right? No, he's not. Jadavian Clowney is another name that they're talking about as well. Will he stay with uh, Texans, or is it better just to get rid of him, move him on to somewhere else? Uh, has has he seen the best of his playing years? Well, he's still young. Like he's only what played five years. Yeah, he's just kind of been disappointing for the number one pick in the draft. Like he's got injured a lot the first couple of years, and but last year he had his best year because JJ Watt finally was. So they like there was always a thing about pairing those two together, mm-hmm. and then JJ Watt's been injured the last two years. Jay and then David Clowney was injured the first two years. And this is the year they finally had him. So I think they'll keep him. I think he's going to stay for at least one more year. They'll franchise tag him. Um, but I think this is his last chance. It's like, show me you're the number one pick. Yeah. Or we'll just after this, let you go. Because I think they have the money. Well, Houston, obviously, they were just released Demarius Thomas after tearing that Achilles last year. Yeah, you means, wonder what his season well, or his yeah, career holds. Uh, especially after all of that, after the Denver trades, after all this anticipation. He's 32 years old, which is the death blow to the yeah. receiver. So, which is another reason why Antonio Brown, you got to be a little careful because he's now 31 years old. Yeah. This is now when people start to slide. But if anyone can stay consistently, I would say Antonio Brown would be the one that still is going to be super productive. Case Keenum. Uh, they're talking about Case Keenum where he could end up. Cards. Or maybe he goes back to like Minnesota and is the backup to uh, probably not. No, I don't think he'd want to. They say uh, he could go to who is it? Uh, they could go to the Jags. Could, again, I think wherever Case Keenum goes, he's back to being a backup. Yeah, he's gonna. I think it's gonna those be days of starters are over. He'll be waiting until like week three of the season when he figures out which number one guy gets hurt, and then his now his phone starts ringing quite a bit. Um, there are also interesting uh, talks that uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Yes. Uh, rumored to go to Green Bay Packers, um, and that people are starting to look that maybe even New England, if he might go well, there. Well, they tried hard to get They him. did try to get really hard. Apparently. And uh, there's, again, I, I, I'll say there's no way they're going to do that, but people always seem to trade their good players to New England for some reason. Yeah. But again, what New England has offered, the last pick in the first round every single year, they never have actually high picks. No. So it's not like you're getting this super value. Like, you're not going to find... Even if you get two first rounds for him, you're not gonna you're gonna get the thirty first and probably next year again when they win it all the thirty first, thirty second again. So what's the point of that? You're not gonna find an Odell Beckham in the thirty first no. spot of the draft. Like, that's ridiculous. 
Is there, and I mean, they're also talking now, A.J. Green, is Cincinnati-wise to, to deal him away? You know, you got Tyler Boyd. Is it better just to, to move him on, get some money for him? Move potentially, him potentially, because it all really depends on whether you just decide we're going to rebuild. Yeah. So if you're going to rebuild, just keeping A.J. Green, because he's, he's a free agent, I think, after this year. So yeah. he's going to, and he's been great. He's been injured yes. a bunch the last couple of years, uh, but he's still an incredible receiver, and he's still going to get, you know, that $16 million a year. Like, if Sammy Watkins can get $16 million a year. Yeah, I mean, there would be a lot of teams. I think that you, if you were, I love the Bills if you would look to have a choice between an A.J. Green or an Antonio Brown, you'd go towards Green because the guy's a classy guy who shuts up and plays the game. Yeah. And he's really a, yeah. a generous, I altruistic so. guy. I think as so. opposed to someone who plays for himself. Look what I, look at me. Look what I've done. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to go to some more questions because you guys have given us some questions. If you do, uh, contact us on Twitter or uh, any of those other formats. You can uh, let us know some of your questions. Let's go to one of the questions we got here. Uh, this is from Super Bowl Drive. What do you think about the Cardinals being linked to Kyler Murray so heavily this week, even though they have Josh Rosen in place? And we've talked about Kyler Murray. I'm, I'm not up on the hype machine. Uh, 5'10", 195 to me. Yeah, he had 42 touchdowns in college. It's, he's two times. He's I a- would say, as someone who's also 5'9", I am always a big fan of these quarterbacks. They're yeah. my favorite player. I love Doug Flutie. I love any of the guys that everyone says you're too small to play this game. And I think this is what I find interesting about this. Like, it's like the Baker Mayfield effect. So yeah. He came in, number one pick. He was only six feet. Wasn't, it's a bit thicker, so which yeah. is really, I think, helps him. But no one expected him to kind of do what he did this year. So now everyone's kind of rethinking... Uh, the size of the quarterback. Sure. Now it's like maybe we don't need to go so prototypical. But then the other hand, you have to think everyone started going like, oh, we need our own Sean McVay. Yeah. How did that work out in the no, Super exactly. Bowl for a year? So now people are like, oh, shit, maybe we shouldn't have jumped the gun on trying to get some young, well, look at, look at good-looking court- coach. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. I think Kyler Murray is a, an interesting prospect. The thing I worry the most is about when that guy gets sacked by Indomitus. Yeah. And then he's literally, they have to pull him out of the ground. Looks like Christian Hackenberg in the AAF. But for a guy, like, watching his stats, he is unbelievable. He is fast. He is accurate. And the thing is, you just have to find a way to always kind of move him out of the pocket. And I think you can do that. But the thing about someone like... Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's really good at moving within the pocket. Yeah. Where Kyler Murray's always running out. And I think you could do that thing running out, but like a guy like Tyron Taylor. Yeah. Teams figure you out yeah. very quick in the NFL. So you may... I'm a big fan. I think he will go because I think the hype machine you is think real. You think this, this uh, Super Bowl drive that scene... Uh, I don't think he'll go number one. Like, I do you think he'll go to Arizona? Because I don't no. know. Having Josh Rosen, I don't no. know why you'd want to have him there. I don't think and so. And I wouldn't take the risk on him. It's only because Cliff Kingsbury said that like a year ago. But that was right before he was playing them. So it was probably... That could have been a psychological thing to yeah. get in his head. There could have been many reasons. I think they'd be crazy to draft him number one. Then you have to kind of trade Josh Rosen right yeah. away. Like, you can't go in with both of them, you'd be like, what are we doing with this team? Uh, so, no. My my thing is, no, you have the number one pick, you got to take the best player in the draft, not some five foot nine kind of risky quarterback who, who, again, don't even know. Like, maybe in a couple years, he's back to baseball. So, again, no. My opinion, no, but I didn't think Baker Mayfield go number one, and he did. Yeah. Well, I agree. I think I, I someone is going to. But take I will the, be cheering for him. Someone is going to take the risk on him. I don't think he's worth it too much. Like you know, he's just to me too short, too small. It'd be interesting to see. You Mahomes, hate supremacist. I am. I totally am. Hey, I am. I am a supremacist <laughs> in many ways. Uh, let's go to another question. We've got this is from MJ at forty-seven yards. 
who do you think could be the guy that after the NFL combine might shift the order to an early first round pick who's a sleeper at the moment? Ooh, For me, it's well. I like Rashawn Gary. He's the guy from well, he, uh, Michigan. He's going to be a first round. Dude. He'll be a first round. But I think that he is going to be one of those guys that. Uh, what do they got him like seventh? Like for Buffalo right now or eighth? Uh, I can see him going first. I mean, the guy is a beast. I, to, to me, it's always going to be. It's going to be a couple of. There's going to be maybe someone like uh, Drew Locke. I think uh, the quarterback. Yeah. I think he's going to be one of those guys that because. Once 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 everyone starts getting excited about the once the combine happens, we start seeing people throwing in shorts. Yeah, everyone gets really excited. Um, guys like him, I think, are gonna are gonna move up in because again, everyone wants that quarterback. Especially yeah. maybe someone like uh, New England will go, will maybe even move up and pick up someone like him. He's kind of one of those guys, I think. And you're gonna find receivers um, that are gonna be always get excited about. Yeah. Like DK Metcalf is one that even though he's really high. He could fall because people aren't sure about his neck. Yeah. He had that big neck gender. But then he showed that picture of him, like, like, they all, like, the, like the Hulk the other day. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, no, he had that. So then again, it's, it's all just, not, like, again, people just get super excited. And, of course, anyone who runs a 4-2-1, 4-2-2, will shoot up the board. Oh, God, yeah. And they got to stop doing that in the NFL. Like, John Ross did that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, number nine overall. John Ross injured all the time. He only right. can run deep. It happened with Tavon Austin the other year. It's not... Not just about running. It's not just yeah. about speed, and I think you never want your team to do that. You know, Cordell Patterson. There's yeah. literally like a million examples of that. So there's always going to be whoever that guy is that runs a four-two is going to shoot up the board and just hope your team doesn't draft him. Yeah, no, there is that bit of uh, people just go nuts for the stats, and and sometimes like, oh, he's fast. We've got to take him. Well, Usain Bolt's fast. Doesn't mean you, the guy can't catch a football and he can't take a hit. You don't want the guy on your team. Um, even though he can do some phenomenal things. I mean, even Ben Johnson, the Canadian slash Jamaican, depending on who you ask where he got his drug charges, uh, sprinter, he was given tryouts. I mean, unlike Usain Bolt, Ben Johnson was built like, or is built like a running back, but he's not someone he could ever hold the ball. He could, he could never hold on the ball, so why would you want him? Uh, and, and, and he's a cheater. Yeah, it could be a cheap Jamaican. And the steroids is also another thing. Steroids all over the place. Um, So we got, let's talk, we'll end on uh, Colin Kaepernick. Uh, The settlement is done. Uh, We're figuring out to see how much money he's going to get. Between 60 and 80 million. Uh, And then there was talk that afterwards his lawyer came out this week and said, yeah, he could be playing for the Panthers or Patriots. Yeah, you know what? I think the Panthers is actually not a bad idea because they might do that thing where, uh, like Andrew Luck, because it's right now Cam Cam Newton's shoulder was a bit of a disaster last year. Couldn't throw it deep. Uh, Uh, Clearly was bothering him all year. And Carolina took Eric Reed, who was another one of the kneelers uh, on on San Francisco. And they got a brand new owner um, who's kind of stepped in. Who's got to step in for the previous owner. He's not one of these old guys who's like, make America great again. He's kind of like, I'll do this, you know. But but the the only concern is, it's like, I would say, if the media just leave Colin Kaepernick alone, that's the number one thing. Let him play football. Like, yeah, it'd be great. He's going to do it, like, every week. He's going to kneel this week. It's just like... Yeah. It's, it's, it, distra- it detracts away from the rest of the team, which is... Yeah, that's... I think that's, in a way, people are always like, oh, it's just about the kneeling. I think yeah. it's... No, I think coaches are very, like, they don't want distractions. No, of course well, not. Most coaches are very against... Like, that's why no one wants Antonio Brown. Right? Yeah. And it's not that 
he's not a distraction in the way Antonio Brown is. He's not a he's a, a, a distraction by unfortunate circumstances. Yeah, it is, know? and it's nothing nothing to do with his sort of. And I don't disagree yeah. with what he does. I think it's. I think if you want to kneel, kneel. I think to be honest, I think the national anthem is stupid, and it should not even be played before any game. Yeah, it should be played in the Olympics, and that's it. Because yeah. every single week we end the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's it. Playoffs, sure. But sure. get rid of it out of every single game because nobody cares. Everyone's annoyed that they got to stand up. And, and, and well, there's many many sports. You know, even if you're looking at hockey or the places, don't even show the national anthem beforehand. You know, you just cut to the game. So who cares? You shoot it yeah. to the people in the stadium and then screw it. You don't like it, but don't broadcast it to the people at home. I know who wants to sing it. It's just but it's that politics on the field thing where it's it's not him. He it, it's just as you say, it's, the media wants to see everything with hyperbolic intensity. And so he can never escape it. And but also he hasn't played in a long time. Yeah, I think you know. You have and to and even when he did play, it's not like he was Tom Brady. No, you know, people got to remember. He, yeah, he wasn't lighting up the league. He lost his job. Yeah. Um, so because it was by one, but then he did have a couple of good games. But it just it just became a massive distraction. But look what's happened in that interim. Look at Patrick Mahomes. Look at all these other quarterbacks that have come around. Look at Josh Allen. Look at all these other quarterbacks that have come about. And he's older. And there's not a lot of openings. Like we said earlier in the podcast, like there's only two or three teams. And and then to have him as a backup is even more almost of a distraction because everyone, they always say that line is like the most popular player in the team is the backup quarterback. So now it's like anytime, if you're the quarterback, anytime someone happens, then a bad game and all it's Kaepernick coming in. And then when he comes in, half your home crowd is going to boo him because, because you're a bunch of fucking morons. Like you can't, like it's not about the troops. No, exactly. And it's just like it's. It, that's right. To me, it's 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 a real tough spot he's in. And but then I wonder, like again, he he probably signed an NDA sure with all did. this, yeah. so yeah. you don't even know what was in it. Like, is there a rule? Like, did he say, "All right, fine, I'll take sixty million, and I'm not going to play in your league anymore"? It was yeah. that part of it. I'd never talk. Not, or there's got to be something with the lawyer. Did he say, like, if I come back, I promise not to kneel? Uh, so again, we don't know because he's not going to be able to tell us. He's not going to be able to tell, and also the league won't be able to tell. There had to be give and take on both sides of it. And I think we get back to it as we, as we talk about the difficulty, particularly as a coach, when you look at what Mike Tomlin went through this year with, you could see him as the season went on, every question the reporters asked was about Le'Veon Bell, you could it's see him get, white this is a guy is who, was, who was such an emotional, vigorous guy anyway, that when you do that, yeah, you was just beating him. It was well, just beating him it, down. It's a lot of things. He was like considered the ultimate players coach, but yeah. it's more than this now. It's it's social media. Social media, like everything, is ruining every yeah. part of life. It's now starting to ruin sports, mm-hmm. as it has ruined politics, and it has ruined friendship. And then, like especially like everyone's my brand, and they all want a yeah. Facebook guy. It's all nonsense. Yeah. And I just want to see these players just just play, play the football, damn game. Just play the game. And I think. But again, that we they grew up in a world that this is more, and it's only going to get worse. And so, but again, I guess maybe in the CBA, there's going to be maybe some new social media rules coming in. That would be good. It should, maybe you can't do social media while you're still playing the game. You can only wait till you're done the game. It's just it's all a bunch of, and especially with Antonio Brown, like with the Facebook Live during a Mike Tomlin speech, yeah. and it just seems that again, it's more about the brand, and like that's a thing because I think NBA, the NBA has really. Um, in, embraced yeah. that, so, like embraced the social media, embraced all these they like, also personalities and yeah. shoes, and letting you do cool stuff with your shoes. NFL needs to do some of that stuff. Like there needs to be some give and take. Well, they also let their players smoke weed, and maybe that's a thing. And I think that's going to be one thing. They're going to have to with the concussions, concussion protocols, with the legalization of marijuana proliferating yeah. across America, with the benefits of CBD oil on CTE. You can yeah. only assume that Again, this is going to happen. I agree 100%. That's going to be one of the sticking 
talking points, I think, when they have to redo the... Because to get four games for smoking joints and, and six games for kicking, beating up a woman is absolutely insane. Yeah. When you yeah. look at the optics of Oh, that, my God. What if a woman is smoking a joint? What are you supposed to do? Yeah, yeah. Don't it's touch just, her. Uh, don't touch it. Call yeah, you your agent. kicked a woman who was smoking a joint so you get two games. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's all this crazy mess. She was smoking in front of me. Yeah, in front of people. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I hope to see some changes. But get off social media, guys. Again, younger people like it, but all the older people just yeah, people are it. People are getting off of it. It's, uh, but stay on it if you want to listen to us. Obviously, if you have questions for us in the podcast, that's it for this week of the podcast. We can run here, guys. Uh, the offseason is debilitating. We know that. We're always looking for more things to do. Looking but, at doing a Madden League, maybe something like that. Get in touch with us if you want. The good thing is, the NFL is such a, a soap opera that next week we'll have a bunch yeah, we of will. things to we'll talk about. We'll have a whole bunch so. of stuff to talk about. So keep sharing, subscribing. Uh, thanks a lot for listening, folks. Enjoy the NFL. Only a few more weeks, quite a few more weeks, till the season starts. <laughs>